Thanks for checking out part two. Let's get right into it. Our second interview with Misty May Trainer. Wow, and how'd that affect you with guys? I'm sitting here in the 908 studio without Paul Slater, but with Misty May. We traded one goat for another. And uh, <laughs> we got Misty, and she just brought in an Ellen mug to show me she's been with cooler people than me, I guess. No, no, no. Were you on Ellen's show? I was, yes. Yes, I I'm was. I'm like kind of with Carrie. But um, no. It, um, he's back at spring training, right? He's probably yeah, got a beer here. in his hand. Paul's got a beer and in his hand. And then I'm sitting here and I got a coffee cup in my hand. So who'd you rather be? Coffee cup. <laughs> <laughs> I have kids. Coffee. Yeah, true. <laughs> well, I'm like the uh, male Ellen, they say. Blonde hair. I don't know. Does that make sense? I kind of look like fine. her. No? You have a game night, too? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I actually don't know anything about her. But anyway, if you don't know Missy May... 112 individual wins, three gold medals, part of the greatest U.S. greatest international volleyball team of all time, beach volleyball. And you're moving? Yes, we are. <laughs> are you moving out of Long Beach? We will no longer be in the 908. Oh, jeez. But that's okay. I'll still, my heart will still be with the 908. Why? What? Um, we just outgrew our house. Where um, are you going? We're moving out towards like your Belinda Brea area. Ugh. Yes. Um, but I'll still be at Long Beach City. <laughs> is this because I freaked your husband out? You know, he was like, what's this minivan driving around? This neighborhood's getting <laughs> crazy. No. Um, what it is, is we just, we have 16 month old twin girls and then we have a four year old and obviously we didn't know we're going to have twins. So when we were doing our rehab of our home at the time, we probably should have added a second story master bedroom yeah but we didn't and it's just to the layout for our house isn't conducive to what we need and it's just we're running out of space why your belinda um we found the perfect house we found the perfect house we looked in this area um and we didn't want to live through reconstruction <laughs> again yeah and that was the main thing um so yeah it'll be sad leaving this neighborhood and I mean, this is all we've known, but again, it's, I think eventually it would have had to have happened and I'd rather do it with our daughter starting kindergarten than makes sense, yeah. pulling her in. I mean, Minnie Gant sent the standards cause we were like, we have to find a house that's in a neighborhood with a good school. Um, so that's why nothing. So you're like out like next week, right? Um, getting close. Yeah. Yeah. That way you felt bad. You're like, all right, I got to do this interview before I'm It's getting close. No, I just didn't want to commit to the <laughs> interview and then be like, ah, um, we have to sign our documents or we got to, you know, like I didn't yeah. want to be in limbo. So I get it. So you're still at LBCC though, going forward. Yes. How'd they do this year? How are we looking? So we actually had a very good chance indoor to go to the elite eight. Um, but I think things happen for a reason and, um, you know, it's interesting with this job. I love working at the community college level because it's a stepping stone for the kids that we get. And you're teaching volleyball, but you're teaching a lot about life and hard work and things that happen off the court, how they affect you on the court. So that's why I'm at that level is because I feel that I can make a larger impact. And so we missed the Elite Eight. We lost to um, Cyprus in five. But we were up 2-0, and then we were up in the third big. And like I said, things happen for a reason. Um, but now we're focused on beach season. So I uh, don't tell the girls, but we're leading the polls right now. 
and so we're doing well. We play a lot of, um, we've played a couple Division One schools, and it's good for the athletes to see. And then we will be heading just before our spring break to Arizona to play um, Grand Canyon University, Utah, uh, Birmingham, and um, San Luis Obispo. So I'm trying to, with my job and um, fundraising, and if any of you out there want to donate to our program, we certainly could use it because I try to give our athletes new experiences, things. You may have athletes, many of the coaches out there, that have never left California you know, that have sometimes never even left the city. And it's neat for these kids that want to play at that next level to see what it takes to get to that next level. And I know for our girls, we get beat up on by some of the division one, but it's good. They need to see that. And then it gives them a new perspective when they come in. But my goal was to, you know, get the program up and running to where it was before when my friends competed at um, Long Beach city, when I was at Long Beach state and they won the national, they won championships there. Um, but also to give these kids new experiences and to get the, them transferred on to four years. So we have yeah. a couple players. We've um, This will be my third full year there. We've transferred players to Texas A&M Kingsville, to um, Turtleton in Texas. Um, we had two left after their freshman year. Hosanna went to play beach at USC. And then Tylee Johnson, who is a Millican athlete. Yeah, I know that name. Um, she signed with Point Loma. Oh, nice. So she's at Point Loma. She was only with us. But you are getting some people, like, you're definitely getting people coming from, like, n- not just Long Beach because they want to play with you. I've noticed that. Right. There's... Um, Which is sweet. I'm not a heavy recruiter. Um, one, because I don't have a lot of time. And then two, I feel if you're passionate about, you want to learn about a program, you find out who the coaches are and you generally would want to inquire. Yeah. So I'm not a salesperson. So I've given my, I go to some club practices and hand out my cards, but I don't feel it's my job to sell Long Beach City, you know, because then generally, like genuinely does the athlete then want to come or is it like I'm selling, please come begging them? Mm. No. I want an athlete that's passionate and wants to learn and has studied up on the program and then wants to commit, make yeah. the commitment to come there. And we'll do our job. That's our job as coaches is to find out what their goals are and to help them achieve those. So we have two players now. Um, Sierra Davis, probably go to UC Irvine. She has done all the paperwork and pretty much committed to UC Irvine. She was our setter right side, lefty. Yeah. And then Jessica Blakeman um, committed to UC Riverside. So she's going to go play at UC Riverside. And then we have another um, player, Shelby Cole, who played at St. Joseph. She was one of our liberos in DS, but also hit um, for us. She committed to Ottawa and Kansas. And then because she's redshirting on the beach, she'll get her master's there as well. Jeez. And that's that's the that's our job, you know. Yeah. Well, I would... Uh, so. I would donate, but I just bought three chocolate bars to donate to someone else this morning. Oh. <laughs> dollar each. And I actually don't even know who I donated for, but three almond chocolate bars. So, Maddie, I'll give you one if you want. Uh, you have th- So, you have three daughters. Yes. What's your position on ball in the house? We don't push it. Really? Yeah. No. You played when... Come on. I did. I played with, like, a balloon, and we have a little... And Malia will pick up the ball. We actually have a youth program that our um, my dad helps with with our club and she went a couple times and then I think she's like, ah, I just don't want to go. She's four years old, yeah. but she really enjoys swimming. She's, 
I see her maybe swimming. She wants to try rock climbing, and I actually did an appearance with Alex Hanold. Um, and I was like, do you think it's too early for them to rock climb? And she's like, and he's like, no, get her. The younger you know, ones are better, a, I think. To a rock gym, you know? See, I think I started too late because then I, I like already was afraid of heights. I think you got to start before you even know. And she up. loves climbing. So this new park here by our oh, house. The, yeah, they uh, have. Whaley? Yeah, Whaley. They have a little rock climbing wall and she loves to do that. So um, I don't push volleyball. I was never pushed into volleyball. I swam. I played soccer, did tennis, um, whatever she's kind of interested in. We actually use the rec department, which is a great way for kids to kind yeah. of find out things. She was interested in horseback, so we signed up through the rec department horseback. And then she didn't like her helmet, so we're like, okay, <laughs> that's it. But now she wants to do it again. We signed up through too. the rec department ice skating because she wanted to try ice skating, you know? So it was, I try to involve her in whatever she f- finds interesting and kind of let her weave her own path. Yeah. So she's going to be too tall to be a jockey. That's all. But I'm we don't say. push. But we went to a party the other day for one of her classmates and she was whacking that ball off the tee. So we were like, <laughs> maybe softball, baseball, you know, like little league. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> for sure. Well, when you're not home, Matt's for sure playing baseball with her. Even if he he wouldn't mind. I he think probably if doesn't he, tell you that. But he's I think sure if he him. asked, right? He played volleyball too, but he's um, he's actually a volunteer over at Long Beach City. So he's coaching. For baseball? Mm-hmm. So he's oh, coaching no with Casey over at Long Beach City. Yeah. Oh, sweet. I didn't know that. Uh, is there a point after you get back from the Olympics, like maybe a few months, where you just get super depressed? I would think you're so happy that that has to happen. I don't. You know, we never had time to get depressed because our domestic tour was still going. So oh, we yeah. just we would leave the Olympics and then head right back in. But I know London Games after um, – you know, it was like once I got back, it was like, oh, okay, like decompress, yeah. go on vacation. And then you were done completely. Yeah, and then start family. So, no, I, I don't think I've family. ever been depressed because I'm about like when I go to stand up comedy, like you laugh a bunch and then you're just like sad the next day. No, not it's at not all. That. No. Oh. Well, but we it. always won gold, so <laughs> you can't be like. Yeah, that's I mean, true. But <laughs> you can't be sad. <laughs> so, that was seven years ago, was the last one, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how do you think, like, I feel like you're so caught up in LBCC, you don't even think about anything, but like looking back in your career, what are you thinking on now? You know, it's funny. I haven't, I still have not taken the time to really sit back and look through articles and watch video and yeah. like, I'll tell my players like, Hey, if you want to, you know, look up this, but I haven't taken the time even to watch opening ceremonies. And I think that's something that I'll share with the kids once they're, you know, kind of understand. And, but I saved all my uniforms and uh opening ceremonies to show them but i i don't know i think i've always been one of those players because i played in the present and i was so present that that's kind of how i live life so for me it's like the pictures back up like i just kind of once things happen i just kind of oh on to the next thing you know on to the next thing and i just haven't i realized carrie and i did fantastic things and i think the sport for the women you know, we helped kind of catapult that Yeah, a lot. But I just haven't sat back long enough to be like, wow. Well, what do people ask you about? Like, what is your te- does your team ever ask you about stuff? No. They don't? Like, no. Well, they're scared of you. Do you yell? I do. Yeah. Yeah. I knew. I, <laughs> We're I disciplinarians. Knew. <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew you did. Well, when you went to that one century club meeting and you were so wrapped up in the middle of the season talking about LBCC, I was like, I think a lot of people just were like, okay, she's at LBCC, just like whatever. 
And then I realized how intense you were about it. Yeah, it's like I want the program to be good because the athletes that we're sending off are a product of our coaching staff. Yeah. You know, and so we have to put time in too. But, um, you know, I'm so – I don't want to say far removed from the beach, but it's like I'll be like, oh, a tournament's happening. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't get down to the beach very much except now because we're in beach season. Yeah. I'll get down there every day to train the girls. But, yeah, I'm – just locked into my job and enjoying what I do and enjoying the players that I have and trying to get the most out of them that kind of everything else got some outgoing players we met at that uh, golf tournament that one time oh my gosh yes <laughs> they're special uh, <laughs> the they keep us on our toes <laughs> who do you uh who do you think was a bigger deal in Long Beach your LB State team or this men's team right now Oh, I think Long Beach. I mean, it's been a while since Long Beach State has had a championship. So, yeah. I, I mean, I would say they're like the they're, it's main the first show. Time it's been like that since you right. They're were the it. main show, and I actually ran into somebody, and I was like, "Oh, it's nice to see the pyramid packed again." I don't make it to many matches. Yeah. I follow them, and then it's nice because I can watch their games via you know Apple TV. I just stream it on the TV, yeah. and s- because seven o'clock is bedtime for the twins, so I'm able to follow. And it's nice to see good volleyball, but then also too to see the pyramid. It's been a while since the pyramid has really. That's what I'm saying. Since you were there, it's been when exciting. It was the last to, time, you know, for volleyball, it was, there was like two seasons of basketball where it was exciting, and then it was all the way back when you were there. It was the last time it was like that. But I would say, I, obviously, Long Beach State is the hub here yeah, yeah. in the city, and then you know you forget that Long Beach City <laughs> kind of exists. I don't know. You know that sounds bad. But I was behind a bus the other day, and I want to talk to our city and be like, what is going on? Because, you know, they talk about enrollment at Long Beach City and all this. Well, the bus is advertising Santa Monica City College <laughs> right here at Bellflower and yeah. Atherton. And I'm like, okay, there's something's wrong with that yeah. <laughs> that picture. But, um, no, you, f- you kind of forget that Long Beach City kind of is there. Uh, and hey, I'm a proud alum. Look, she, she goes there. Emily you goes know? there. But – Viking? With the men's team doing well, it's kind of put, you know, volleyball back on the map here in the yeah. city. And, you know, I think Joy and Matt are going to do great things and their recruiting class will come in. And, you know, so if we can kind of pick up this volleyball hub, we could I feel know, like Long Beach is about things. to, like, super become, like, almost, I don't know, isn't it kind of Newport Harbor? Like, you, I think, like, down there for volleyball, but I feel like it's... We have a lot of good. We right have now. a lot of good athletes in our area, and that's why it'd be nice to keep them here. Yeah. What are you? Wait, you're like a, a White House advisor or something, or there like a? I'm on the. Um, you're still on it. Board for yeah. So what do you do? Well, I don't know when any meeting. There's so much I think <laughs> going on in the world that um, there's no. I haven't attended a meeting. There was a, no, a meeting, but I couldn't attend because I'm always in. I'm in yeah. season. But what it is is the President's Council for fit, um, Physical Fitness. And when I was younger, I think I had Ronald Reagan assign certificate from him when you did pull-up challenge at school. And yeah. it was like that day you were like, yes, we get to, you know, PE. Because everybody was excited about PE back in the day. Mm-hmm. Now it's like PE is like, eh, yeah, you know. But I think PE should still be exciting. I think everybody should participate in PE. I think, you know, because our world as a whole is very unhealthy. Right. <laughs> so by um, being part of this council, it's just coming up, you know, with ideas how to just try to get more activities 
in, in school. In, so it's like for mm-hmm. public school. Yeah. Got it. Who else is on it? Um, you have Herschel Walker and um, Rivera. You have a lot of business. Who's Rivera? Um, who's the, the pitcher? Yankee. Yes. Mariano Rivera. Mariano Rivera. He's on it? Yes, he's <laughs> on it. So, so like in some like imaginary world, you guys are all going to be sitting around a table? No, we've we've met each other. Oh, you have? Yeah. Oh. And then we have like little, there's little satellite meetings that will take place. But like I said, I think that's kind of, not that it's been pushed aside, but there's so much going on now. Yeah. Um, so we're all kind of just, I don't want to say in charge, but kind of fixing ideas put on the table how about this one how about every public school cafeteria is keto what do you think well what about every school growing their own food but then you got to go to the fda (laughs) and the fda has to you know so a lot of things that we want change and this isn't only physical fitness this isn't only like money people want money it's like why can't we save our rainwater that's running down through the riverbed and go into the ocean there's got to be a way to harness all that into a reservoir we let so much go but somebody on the other end wants the money (laughs) you know um but yeah so i joined this as a positive to just try to get active you know be active what do you do for exercise i go to orange theory so Still, you've been doing that strong. That was last time we interviewed. I'm in a transformation now. So I got my (coughs) knee replaced in June. So I'm not even a year yet. And started back and I joined this transformation. So I'm doing this transformation at Orange Day. But I like it because it's um, an hour. I don't have to think. Yeah. I don't have to put anything together. And um, it's good. Gets me moving. I think the most important thing is just moving you know if you're sedentary just take 20 minutes and go like do some little body weight squats or go for a walk and clear your mm-hmm. head or well last time someone went for a walk in your neighborhood your husband called the police on them so but <laughs> 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 we tell, tell the story when we were pa- <laughs> us passing out magazines and and matt called uh we had our own neighborhood watch going yeah on. matt like saw my guys <laughs> putting magazines on your porch and called and then i had to go i was like I was like, I know you, and he does, I don't, don't actually know him, but I was like, I know Misty, and then he like still was like giving me the eye. He's like, no, you don't. <laughs> like, anyway, that was that was bull crap. Uh, what we got here? Oh, are you, do you have anything to do with the Olympics in Long Beach? Do they? Not really. They don't call I you. Haven't been contacted. Yeah. Are you open to that, or you don't really care? I mean, what are you gonna? I mean, I would like to. I think, um, but nobody's really, nobody's really reached out. Don't you have the key to the city? I do. So I get free tickets everywhere. It? I get free Wait, tickets everywhere. Wait, do you really? No. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, you do. If you yeah. have, if you bring the, does it say City of Long Beach? It does, yeah. Can I get a copy of it if we go to Ace Hardware and I pay? Well, as long as you get like a decorated key. Okay. Like yeah, I'll it do can't that. just be a plain key. Yeah, no, man. Uh, when's the last time you talked to Carrie Walsh? Um, we actually did an appearance before she left for Australia, so about two weeks ago. She's still playing? She's still playing. Mm-hmm. So she went to Australia. So we had a nice visit. We were out in um, Vail. We did an appearance with um, Julian Edelman and Alex Hanold. And um, we hadn't seen each other for over a year. So it was a nice visit. And then she flew back and then left for Sydney the next day. What's the? You give like a speech about how you don't have to be best friends off the court with your teammate, right? I like that speech. You'd yeah, so, you know, Carrie and I, we have an interesting relationship, and it's nothing like 
don't hate each other. Like there's nothing. Yeah. It's just we have our different hobbies. We each have our own different lives. And I think some people think in order to be good teammates, you got to be attached to the hip the whole time. Yeah. And no, it's like, uh, you know, for us, we played together for so long. It's very rare to find teams that play together that long and stay successful. But we made it work because we respected each other's differences. And, um, yeah, we just we didn't hang out like off season. I was in Florida. She's here. Yeah. But during season, yeah, we traveled together. We're at practice every day. We have different trainers. So once practice was over, we'd each head to our own trainer. Yeah. So, you know, and I think that kept it fresh and because we just we had our own lot like we had our own lives yeah and then my i know my dad's like oh how come you never moved to manhattan beach and i was like because i want to leave work at work (laughs) you know and that's why i'm happy i lived out here in long like i stayed here in long beach yeah yeah i think that's uh does it did ever annoy like people thought you were best friends for sure right no we're friends and teammates and if she called me there yeah i'd help out yeah um, but I know one of her best friends is in Northern California. I have best friend, you know, one of my best friends in Garden Grove. So, um, so in a way, are we best friends? Yeah. Like good teammates and friends, you know, yeah. T- but not attached, Your teammates. but not attached to the, it's not like, <coughs> yeah. Hey, what are you doing tonight for Dale? Come on. You know? Yeah. I get that. I got one, one last question. Then we got rapid fire. Do you know what rapid fire no. is? Okay. It's, but I'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what? I don't watch Dancing with the Stars, but you were on it. I was. How'd it go? I was only on for two weeks, and then I tore my Achilles tendon. So, so not well at all. <laughs> it was fine. I mean, I like you tore it dancing at rehearsal. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. So you guys lost. Well, I couldn't continue. So <laughs> I think people thought we would like make it to the finals. Yeah. Who was your partner? Max. I don't know. It, who's he? Every all the girls like him. Oh, they're but all he's a tough there. coach. I loved him. He was like the best coach for me. And I wish my ankle didn't go or my Achilles didn't go. And it would have been fun to see how far we progressed. But he's yeah. like hard, you know, he's like the Brian on the dance floor. It was like, <laughs> do it his, you know, yeah. Yeah. his way. And so I, I don't think. Was that, wait, Brian Jim Lair? Is that who Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, he prepared us. He prepared all his players for toughness. It was like, okay. We talked about that speech he <laughs> gave. That speech he gave, at I'm, I think he gives like the same speech all the time, but that speech he gave when your team got inducted to Long Beach State and he like had something to say about probably like 75 or something. <laughs> then he'd be like, he'd be like, Misty. And, and then he'd like talk for five minutes and then he'd go, Maddie. Oh, Maddie. And then he'd just move on to the... <laughs> Move on to the next one. <laughs> oh my god, that was that was just fantastic. You but no, I I mean I would love to go back on that show. It just I tried to go back on the show or ask him like, hey, can I come back? And they were like, you had too much training. I was like, oh, because I'm a professional dancer. Watch oh, yeah. out. I don't know. But it's uh, BS. Um, yeah. All right, rapid fire. These are called uh, pepper. Is that a thing? Pepper. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, pepper. These are called pepper. Uh, what's the last restaurant you went to in Long Beach? Oh, jeez, what's the last restaurant? I think it's called the Rapid Fire. I know. You don't Great go out Max. anymore. Great Max? Yeah. Oh, same. I well, I picked up stuff for my daughter. Like she has swimming. Taco so Tuesday. I picked up something for her yesterday. She's with the Y. <laughs> no, she's down at um Deep Blue. Deep Blue Swim Academy. Yeah. No. Uh, what color do you dream in? 
gold. Do you, is that still a thing? Do you want to tell people what dreaming gold is? Dreaming gold. It's just, I don't know when it started. It's just dreaming gold. It's the highest thing. But my favorite color is green. Oh, nice. 908. So. Green. Uh, <laughs> what's the best place in the world to visit? Um, Switzerland. Mm. Why? It's beautiful. It makes you want to roll down the hills. Did you, did you, <laughs> did you ever like, uh, you couldn't really drink when you were places because you were always playing. No, you do. Like you go out to dinner and have at a night. beer. And, like, mm-hmm. visit, don't all these places have like weird beers and stuff? They have different, they taste different. But no, Switzerland's just one of these places. I swear all the food is fresh. It's just clean. It's beautiful. I mean, it's magic. Like it's just magical. Like it. Sounds like Wisconsin. With cheese curds. Yeah. Cheese great. curds are good. Uh, what is the best sand court in California? Oh gosh, I'd get in trouble for this one. The one we practice in, so I'll say Manhattan because it's deep, but then it's always nice to play where I train Huntington Beach. You'll get in trouble for that. Well, because Manhattan, I Huntington was like my home. Yeah. But then Manhattan Beach had the deepest sand. Okay. Uh, best Olympic story you can think of off the top of your head that's non-sports related. Best Olympic story, not sports related. Let's see. That's, I don't know. That can't be rapid fire because I have to think. <laughs> Everything Olympic. What's well, supposed to be the one just off the top of your head? Like you ever like talked to someone who didn't know English and you guys like ended up going to McDonald's? Well, because everything sports are, no, but Nadal, um, they lost his laundry i was in the laundry room with him and he they couldn't find it so he was sitting there for a while and everybody's taking pictures and what were so. you were doing your laundry yeah so it's like the it's like a you guys do your own laundry no it's like a bungalow like a trait you know like the trailers outside the elementary schools yeah. were extra classroom yeah. so it's like one of those you enter you drop your little bag of laundry off and then either that day or the next day you come and pick it up well they couldn't find his did he win or lose? I don't know. I was never in the village. <laughs> but it was like I felt bad because then everybody was no bombarding. One, I feel like every Olympian I've ever interviewed said we weren't in the village. I know because our venue was not close by. Yeah. So that's why we didn't stay in the village. We'd stay up until opening ceremonies. And it, it just kind of depends on what. I feel like Americans don't stay in the village. Yeah. No, like swimming does. You know, do? swimming. I think swimming does. Mm-hmm. They're Water crazy. Polo I don't know. Water polo, I think, does. They do? Yeah. Oh, maybe they I think everyone just like kind of lies Maybe about it. Maybe they just forget they? they stayed don't, in the village. It, you hear all the stories about the village, and every time I ask anyone, they're like, "Oh no, we would like." They just it's just it's like yeah. Vegas. Is it Vegas? It's Vegas. I don't know because we're always there pre-Olympics, so for us, it's not Vegas. See, this is exactly what everyone else tells me, though. Now I'm starting to think you are in the village. No, only up till the opening ceremonies, and then right at opening ceremonies, we leave and we go to our hotel. All right. And then the thing is, it becomes Vegas after because you have people that compete the first day and then are out the whole rest of the games yeah that's yeah. good oh, that's awesome so uh are you tired of your dad or you still love him no he coaches with me so i still love i've him. seen coach with you for like ever i keep him busy yeah. good uh, <laughs> all right uh any shout outs to people in long beach you want to give everyone long beach state women's volleyball long beach state women's beach volleyball my own Long Beach City team. How do you think Brian is at announcing? The Vikings. Pretty good. It's funny. I text him a lot because I have his 
phone number. I just text them all the announces. Long Beach State men's volleyball. All my friends at Pig Beach. Coach Sam, Deep Blue. Deep Blue. Uh, AGA, gymnastics. So I'm not going to get a run into you anymore in Long Beach. No, you probably will. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be around. Uh, You have any questions for us? Well, you just say questions for us, but Paul's not here. Questions for me? No, not really. Okay. I do like your office. I like your where (laughs) it is. Do you ever go visit the psychic downstairs? I haven't yet. You want to go? She's never there. Have just, you had, it always says like. Have you ever had your chakra? I don't know what that is. No. I don't know. Like if I asked for that, I don't know what I'd be asking for. I don't know. But I'll do it if you do it. She's never there though. Yeah. <laughs> it's like be back and then you be back. It's like closed. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for doing this. Uh, I'd text you a couple times, but then you came. No problem. So. All this taught me is all the girls I've texted that didn't answer the first time, I'm going to keep texting them. Persistent. (laughs) So we tell our players, just be persistent. Yeah, persistence. Uh, Awesome. Thank you so much, Misty. Thank you. Dreaming gold, everyone. Wow, I don't know what it is about this city. What a time. I mean, I bleed red, white, and blue. Is there anything that gets you just more jacked than just people doing it for their country? No. It's just not even doing it for them, just for the billions of Americans out there or millions. I don't know how many there are, but it's pretty sweet. It is really sweet. You just back them. It's pretty cool that those are literally two of the best Olympians of all time. Like we're we're watching people out there right now competing in Tokyo and be like, wow, these guys are sick. But we like know there's a couple of them. Like we, I mean, yeah, they did it like they experienced that. And, like, they were there at the height of our Olympic love. Like, when Misty May and Terry Walsh were yeah, out there. That's, that's, what I'm just, I'm, that's what I'm thinking about. Like, can can that be redone right now? I mean, uh, of course uh, it can. But it's, like, I don't know. The whole world was watching Misty May and Carrie Walsh. Is the whole world watching this year's beach volleyball? It needs those, like, because no. they don't have the star power or something. I don't know what it is. I don't come back. I think when we get to 2028 and... It's in LA. That's going to be It's going to be electric. a fucking it's going to be rock star shit. Yeah. Just and everything's going to be on our time. That's awesome. You know, like yeah. prime time is going to be 8 p.m. and we're just going to be going nuts. That's going to be incredible. It's going to be awesome. Or 5 p.m. like uh on the vault and shit, some famous ass gymnastics chick is going to go 30 feet in the air. It's pretty sweet. It's going to be crowded. All right, it, everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's wrap this thing up. Let's go. I got a quick. What are we going to call this segment? Show and tell someone else. Show and tell. That's show what. and tell. But we're showing and telling someone else's invention. Yep, I like it. A little show and tell. Do you want to go first? I got one. That's you, you go ahead. It's simple. Okay. Simple. I mean, I don't know. I don't know who this Scotch guy is, but Scotch tape was a hell of an invention. That's so true. Who the fuck comes up with scotch tape? Just, you need to stick some things together, but you don't want the tape to show. So let's make it clear. I mean, this guy rode the line of, like... That's insanity, John. He tamed something to our advantage. Because no one likes sticky stuff. No. Except when you need it. And he figured that out. He's like, ah, but sometimes you need something sticky. That's a great point. 
but you don't want sticky all the time. He's like, let's just put it on this one side. And then they're like, well, that covers the whole thing. It makes it clear. What a, what a genius. I mean, you have, you got Ben Franklin up here and you got just probably below it is this scotch guy. Whoever scotch is. Scotch. Randall Scotch. Randall Scotch. And just having something named after you? Unbelievable. I mean, this guy left his mark on the world. I was I just, I was looking through my parents' garage, and I just saw scotch tape. And there's a million different scotch tapes. There's big oh. sizes. There's small sizes. The double-sided? The double-sided double comes up clutch. That's its own invention that's not talked about enough. Double-sided tape's incredible. I don't know. But then you can always just loop it up and make your own double-sided. You know that yeah, trick? Yeah, I've seen that yeah, trick. Yeah, that's a good trick. But it doesn't... Stick all the way because no, no, it's no, got no, a little no. bit of the gap. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it does have a yeah. little gap, a little air gap. So, who invented that? Was it Scotch's like grandson? Because that Gotta didn't come be. first. No, no, that was its own innovation. Wow, Scotch, and it's just it's used for everything. Paul, wrapping presents. Oh my god, I didn't even think about wrapping presents. How much do teachers use it? Hanging little like papers on the wall. Can me? Do who? Do you think Scotch was a teacher first? No, no. What do you think he was? What did he do? I think he worked in stick. I think so he worked around something sticky. You got to have like a ice love. cream. Oh, maybe it could be. You're right. Your hands get like sticky and shit. Maybe he chewed a lot of gum. That yeah, could be gum. If you think about it, scotch tape really replaced gum. Is isn't that how people used to yeah, stick stuff? Yeah, they would. Yeah, they would. You used to have to pop a gum in it. Maybe he hated gum. That might be it. He's like, <laughs> I, I hate fucking chewing gum, but I need to stick something to something. Let's just make like something where you don't have to chew. You yeah. don't even need saliva to make it all sticky. You just, it's just sticky. It's just sticky. That's a hell of an invention. That's a hell of an invention. All right, what do you got? You got anything? Mine's a little, mine's classic, but needs to be said. You know me, I'm living without a kitchen right now. Yep. The microwave, Paul. Oh my God, John. And here's what I want to really talk about is someone came along. We didn't need it. Everyone was cooking just fine. Yeah. We have fire. We have flame. We have the stove. Why? Why do we need the microwave? Well, I'll tell you why. Because it makes it a little bit easier. What's the one thing that we all have that we want more of? Food. What's the saying? Time, John. Time. Time. Do you know what the line is? I forget. What's the one thing we all have that we all want more? Yeah, it's time. And you it's know tough. what saves a little bit of time is that microwave. It's and it's just amazing. Uh, it, it's just it's I don't one, even know how it works. I don't. No one does, and that's also one of the things that's I think impressive about it is if how many people in the world know how to make a microwave? Forty. There, it's less than fifty. If they die. We it's gone. So we need to enjoy it while it's here. Do you think the microwave will go <laughs> extinct? I think there's a good chance. All those sorts of inventions, all those like technical stuff that not that many people know how to do, I think, I think could. No one being born now is going to know how to make a microwave. Oh my God. We don't have a, we don't stand a chance. If, if, unless like the, I mean, obviously the company will pass the torch down, but like if something were to happen a little bit weird, we just went through a pandemic, Paul, you can't set anything aside. No, you can't. All I'm saying is it's not that many people. I think you have to, that have to pass away to where everything that's luxurious in the world's gone. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... I'm not going to build a microwave in a hundred years. I think we need to... 
we need to appreciate the microwave while we have it. While we have it, yeah. Because holy shit, when it's gone, <laughs> it's gonna we're, it's gonna be a rough go, John. I think I can make f- fire way quicker than I could build a microwave. Oh, fucking easy. Yeah. Fire, you just rub a couple of sticks together, get a little spark going. <laughs> I've, I've done that shit before yeah. a million times. Easy. I don't know how to make a microwave one bit. No. Scientists and shit. Enjoy it while it's here. Because now everybody's starting to be like... Anti-science. Yeah, anti-science. You know how it is. Uh, yeah, the microwave is a hell of an invention. I don't know who made it. I don't, no idea. Speaking of f- fire, though. Huh. Had a s'more this weekend. Oh my god! Oh my god! I, it's been years. Speaking of inventions, uh, that's that truly is a great invention. I mean, how many people put put already existing things together and just kind of like as a hodgepodge? Like people do that all the time. But how many people do do it so well it becomes a thing? Right. Like you, that's like you put them all together and you rather have that instead of the one thing. Yeah. Like I look, I like marshmallows. That's fine. I like graham crackers. They're great. I, I mean, cho- I love bars of chocolate. It's they're fine. But you put them all together, all of a sudden you got the greatest thing maybe to be invented ever. The primary reason s'more. you buy any one of those three things is to make s'mores. Yeah, you don't buy them by themselves. They're no. they well, they should be sold together. Like those those packs where they sell a bunch of Hershey's bars together. I mean, you'd have to be a freak to buy those if you're not making s'mores. We should sell s'more packs. It's pretty smart. Just like a one box full of, you got chocolate in the middle, you got the left side's the graham crackers, and the right side's the marshmallows. It's genius. That way you don't have to buy they them pro- all together. I bet you know where they do that? Probably Smart huh. and Final. Yeah, Smart that and Final. That place has it figured out on that sort of stuff. Yeah, they do. They, they don't have microwaves, though. You know a place I just discovered? Hmm. See, all the parents always used to talk about this. You've been to Stater Bros recently? Yeah. The place is amazing. It's an underrated place. It's an underrated place. You know me, I'm Trader Joe's Pavilions guy. Gro- yeah. Grocery outlet. Bougie. Primary. You're a bougie guy. Bougie. Stater Bros. Give it a try. You know who's got a great deli meat? Stater Bros. Yeah. They really do. They have a great deli back there. You got your oven roasted turkey. You got your roast beef. You got your black forest ham. With summertime, I went to get some fruit, fresh fresh fruit, so-called, at Stater Bros. They're, they're cutting it right in front of you. Yeah. Unbelievable. I respect, I respect the craftsmanship there. I'll get you a melon on your way out. I'd, it's already cut into little uh, pieces. I need it. Yeah. I need it bad. I could you tell. cut your own watermelon, huh? No, 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 no. A different melon. They cut it. They cut oh. it for you at Stater Bros. God damn it, Stater Brothers. They know what they're doing over they there. They do. Uh, all right. You got anything else that you want to bring up? Teach me one thing to say in Mexico. Uh. Quiero una cerveza, por favor. Quiero una cerveza, por favor. I want a beer, please. That's it. I want one. Is that a little rude? Yeah, but it's all about the, your the infliction in mm. your voice. Ser, quiero, what is it? Quiero una cerveza, por favor. Quiero una cerveza, por favor. Yeah, perfect. See, it's not about... Quiero una cerveza, por favor. Exactly. Boom. Or right, this one. It. Get a dos cerveza, por favor. Bam. Pretty good. That's perfect. Now that means you're getting two. Yeah, that's pretty smart. And God, why not go there and get two and not, instead of Less one? Less trips to the bar. Exactly. And look, and then you say gracias afterwards. That's it. Gracias, amigo. What if, they, what if I say? Quiero cerveza, por favor. 
and then what, how do you say how many? What if they say how many? Cuantos. Cuantos. I'll say, ah, uno, dos, tres, catorce. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm now I'm doing a little small talk, yeah, huh? And now they'd laugh at that. You see, that's pretty good. Thanks, thanks, Bono. The guy that dropped us off at the uh, from the airport to the resort, uh, he was going. He did a great job. He got us there quick, and I tipped him a, a decent amount. And he goes, "Speedy Gonzalez," and I started fucking <laughs> laughing, bro. Wow, that's awesome. I thought it was hilarious. It was a great start to the. Oh, trip. no, it's gonna happen. I don't know if this happened for you. Did you have a driver arranged? Yeah. Did they have your sign with your name? No, because I think that's about to happen for me, and I'm so pumped. They have they had like a Hawaiian shirt or something. That's how I knew it was there. Oh, got it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure first time ever I'm gonna be the guy getting the. He's going to have to sign with my name. Senor Grossi. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking sweet. We got to send a video of that. Quiero uno cerveza, por favor. That's it. Wow. And then they would they respect you because you're trying to speak in Spanish. Mm-hmm. They respect people who give it a little effort out there, mm-hmm. John. Mm-hmm. It's about working hard. It's about adapting. You got to adapt to the land. How you say thank you? Gracias. Gracias. That's right. There you go. Um, and that's perfect. By the way, I th- how do you say like, I really appreciate it, man. Gracias. It would just be like, muchas, muchas gracias. Muchas gracias. Just like that. Yeah. Bam. Boom. And then he, think, he knows that you really meant it. Wow. By the way, I do think we could take over the... Uh, Mexican government? <laughs> no. Well, maybe. I meant the Mexican jet blue. Oh, we just run it. I think we just run it. It would just be ran a little bit better. Yeah. Because, look, you got people that are working at JetBlue. Sorry to go back to the ground my gears, John. But you got people working at JetBlue that don't know what it's like to actually be a, a traveling customer, mm-hmm. like somebody that goes on flights and shit. Mm-hmm. They get free flights and they get like you know frontline passes, pre-check, all this bullshit. Mm. We don't have time for that, John. We We're rose up through the, the ranks. Peaks. Exactly. We're with the people, so we know what needs to be improved and what's going well. So who better than us? Yeah, we already got that idea to go do our show at the airport at at LGB. At Long Beach Airport. <laughs> All right. So we're going to be just airport guys. Let's just create a LinkedIn that says we're CEO of Mexican JetBlue. Yeah. And then we'll slowly see if, if it happens. Yeah. Yep. I think it's a great idea. I, th- I honestly think we'd do a great job. I think we would do a great job. I think we would too. Just oversee the operation. See... We'll get your bag wherever. Working at an airport, that's a good pre-vacation job, actually. Yeah, it would be. See, if we start an airline, our workers will go sub in for your jobs, and then you sub in at our airlines for two days before your vacation. Yeah, I like that I'd idea. love to throw those suitcases on the old uh, conveyor belt. Oh, my God, me? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it'll. Oh, you got a trip to <laughs> Fort Worth? Oh, oh it's getting there. I don't think there could be a more fun job than me and you just out on the, what's it called? The tarmac? The tarmac. <laughs> Just like, well, just like if if we both, I don't know what we're in charge of out there, but if we're both on golf carts out there, I know things are happening. Oh, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. We're just the morale up. We're telling which flights to go to which gates and shit. Yeah. Oh, I think we'd be good at it. Talk shit on Alaska Air. You know they're doing some bullshit. Yeah. United. United, my ass. What do you got? What are you flying out of? Southwest American? No, no, we're flying out of LAX. What is it? Last, last, last segment. Here. Okay, last segment. Oh, I got one athlete of the week. Let me give the athlete of the week before. Okay, my athlete of the week is 
Phil Dahlhauser. Oh, I was surprised to see he was still playing. I'm, and you know what? That is cool. I like that. I can't believe he's still out there. Yeah. But as you know, I do know Phil Dahlhauser. I did cover him one time at the Long Beach World Classic Volleyball Tournament. Whatever that. What is it? World Beach. World Long Beach World Series of Volleyball Tournament. Oh, that's cool. Remember I covered him? Ah, oh, shit. I'm on Alaska Air. He's a hell of a oh, guy. Boy. Oh, there you just This is going to be a shit, shit trip. Yep, that's tough. Let me tell you something. That's tough. I'm on JetBlue the way there and Alaska Air the way back. Oh, my God. Oh, boy. Those are That's two of the worst airlines in <laughs> the world. So you're Dunza. Yikes. See, Alaska Air, you're not even going close to Alaska. You're going to Cabo the opposite way. It's true. Well, uh, technically, Alaska Air is a... Uh, what's it called? International airline because they know that Alaska is not actually a state. Well, except for our girl. Lydia except for our girl. Ah, yeah, it is. Yeah, take it is. that back. Well, maybe Alaska Airlines got caught a little second wind, huh? A little fresh, a breath of fresh air. Might be a little faster than old uh, Russian airline, hey, eh? Hey, hey, good point. Good Lydia point. Lydia Jacoby, she really lifted my spirits this week. And you know that's what swimming does. Oh God! I'll say till I die, swimming and track. That's what the Olympics are all. It's about. all about it. I agree with you, thousand percent. All right, uh, Phil Dahlhauser. Uh, athlete of the week, still doing it. He's got to be 48. He's just killing it. He's a great guy. He's a great guy. I didn't know shit about volleyball when I was covering that thing, and he made me feel like I was a hero. No, who, who we got to hang out with soon is t- Tony and Misty. Let's get the four of us. Let's get out there. Where? Anywhere? Oh, you know Azevedo's down for a beer. Oh, my God, yeah. Or two. Misty, we offered to, to we get her a babysitter. Yeah. Remember, we have that babysitting company that we were supposed to start. Yeah, we have it. No, it's we got it. All right, John, have a great trip uh, to Cabo. Kill it out there. I mean, you might not come back. That's a good – that's – yep, you're right. You might just plant your roots out there in Cabo San Lucas, start fishing and shit. <laughs> like, I'm telling you, it might be – find your beach. That's what Corona always says. I think you might. I'm looking forward to it. I'll send you some pictures. I like that. Yeah. All right. Life is great in the 908, John. Shoot your shoot. So shoot your shot. What you gonna do when I come through, babe? Never been beat, beauty only skin deep. I like the real ten feet. You can't stop me, your game looks sloppy. You need more practice. Maybe you like this to enjoy the game by midway. I can drive around you, even shoot a trait. A three-point threat, no sweat, you can bet. Back it out and fade away our net. Hang time. What you wanna do? Tell me. What you gonna do when I come through bad? You know the rules, crossover triples, taking you to school like that next time. Remember who you're playing, you get no mercy. Know what I'm saying? If you reach, I'ma teach. Too far to lay up, catch you on a rebound. Game over, stay up. Yeah, what you gonna do when I come through? Hey. Yeah. Hang time, y'all. You know what I'm saying?